0: Everybody, it's Jeff. Thanks for tuning in to episode 40 of the Real Person, Real Needs podcast. I'm so glad that you've tuned in. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, I encourage you to go back, episode 1, get yourself caught up to see what we're talking about here. This podcast is a journey. It's chronicling my journey from being a employee to an, a self-employed entrepreneur. And the pitfalls, the trials, the tribulations, the successes that... Come along with that and hopefully it will encourage those of you out there that are listening that have a passion to do something big, have a passion to start a business or have an idea and uh, hopefully you can use my, me as the guinea pig to see what it's like going through that and also the importance of not just becoming a business owner to be, to have selfish gain, but to give back and to be able to position yourself to make a difference in your community. That's really important. That's something I never want to devalue or deemphasize because that's what the real needs is all about. Real person, real needs. As I usually do, I apologize. I'm congested. I'm I'm not feeling well. The change in the seasons is definitely kicking my butt. Uh I'm also I'm more medicated than I've ever been, I guess. I'm taking I got my allergy medicine, I got my acid reflux medicine, and now adding to the mix because of my knee or my leg injury, which those of you who follow my blog, you probably know about, I mentioned it last in the podcast as well, Uh, I'm now taking muscle relaxers and um, anti-inflammatories, so I am a cocktail for, uh, so hopefully I coherently express my thoughts today, even though most episodes I probably don't come across as too coherent, I've never been guilty of that uh, today what I wanted to talk about was something a little bit more on the serious side something that is a danger to those of us that are pursuing our passion our dream and that is the idea of allowing our our pursuit to become our mistress and how it can really take up so much of our time and attention and our our brain power that we don't have anything left to give to our families. And I'm guilty of this, and I, I just I like to use this podcast as my own personal confessional booth. But it's so difficult for me, especially when I'm in the middle of something, to be able to put it down and say, you know what, the problem's not going to go away in the next ten minutes. I have time to fix it. I'm, I'm someone who likes to fix problems. I don't like to leave things undone, uh, in terms of my business. And unfortunately. Recently, my family has suffered as a result, and I'm just being honest with you, my wife, my children, and I woke up this morning with just a an ache in my heart as a result of just being so caught up in what I'm doing and and not giving them the proper attention now throughout the summer, we spent plenty of time together, and we did a lot of different things because my wife was off because she's a school teacher, and my children were out of school obviously, and i can I can arrange my schedule so that we can do special things. but once the school year started. I feel like it's there's really been that that line of demarcation <laughs> if, if you want to call it that or you know my kids are coming home from school my wife and I'm still working on things and it becomes a challenge to just say you know what I'm going to stop this I'm going to put it down and on top of that I'm also doing my you know my theater things so that's taking up some of my evenings and and playing music which is how I make uh you know make money between real estate transactions. So I can get very busy and I'm someone who prefers to be busy. I don't like to be idle. I don't like to not have something going on for the day. There's sometimes when I like to just kind of relax like I talked about before, but uh, I also will, if I don't feel like I have accomplished enough, I will create things for myself to do, busy work and stuff like that. And sometimes I can lose sight of the fact that busy work is not, something that I need to sacrifice family time for. That's just something to fill in those gaps when I'm not actively involved in a real estate transaction or when I'm not showing houses or whatever and I just have an afternoon. I can come up with some projects for myself and I struggle with defining those against what my real day-to-day job is sometimes because I get so excited about the work that I'm creating for myself or the, the blog that I'm writing or the podcast that I'm recording or what have you that those can become elevated to the point of it's just as important as going to a settlement or taking somebody, helping them put an offer together, which it's really not. And the danger, I find, is that I don't have anything left to give mentally, emotionally, uh, relationally to my family sometimes. And last night I went with some friends to support... A friend of ours that was in a production of a show called next to normal um and it's really moving and it's about struggling with mental illness and loss and in a family and how it can take its toll and you know i'm not i don't struggle with mental illness but just the idea of one person's pursuit or one person's problem can overshadow everyone else and i was moved to tears watching this show um it was so well done and I just have been thinking about it. I went to bed thinking about it, woke up thinking about it, how my, my life, I can I get so self-centered sometimes and I, I talk about it on the podcast a lot about being generous and I have no problems being generous with other people sometimes. Well, I shouldn't say I have no problems. I mean, there are always times when I just don't want to be bothered, but, That's normal for human beings, I would think. But if there's an opportunity for me to help somebody else, that's great. And I'm happy to do it most of the time. But sometimes I can forget that generosity has to be given towards my own family. And because you're with them all the time, you can take it for granted. And I never want to be guilty of that. And I feel that I am guilty of that. Especially now, even though when I was working at my other job, and I was miserable, and I was going through depression, I didn't really have anything to give my family in those times, which is why I wanted to get out of that. That's why I decided, because I wanted to have time. But the danger is that the more uh, exciting that your pursuit gets, the closer you get to achieving goals that you set for yourself, they can become the central focus of your life at the expense of your spouse, the expense of your children, your immediate family, uh, extended family, whatever, and I just wanted to to make this podcast a warning to all of you that are going to be starting out on your journey or are in the middle of starting your journey or have been doing it for 10 or 15 years. Take it from me. It's not worth it. I I really need to reprioritize and, and time block for myself so that I'm – not not that I'm just with my family because I'm, I, there are plenty of times when I'm with my family, we're all together – but am I there mentally? Am I giving them my attention? And sadly, I haven't been. Because my brain is always working. The, the hamster is always running on the wheel. Thinking about tomorrow. What do I have to do? What what posts do I have to, to come up with? What, what things have I not followed through on? Who do I need to email? All that stuff is just constantly running through my head. And it's a, another one of those downsides of being an entrepreneur. Is that you can't just shut it off at the end of the day. You can't clock out at five o'clock and say, okay, I'll finish whatever I can next the next day. When you work in real estate especially, there are no set hours. And then when you the fact put on the top of that the fact that you're running your own business, the pressure of making sure the business is staying afloat and is lucrative and keeping you in the black, that can preoccupy your thoughts, your minds, your heart. And I, I found an article Online and it's uh, it's how what entrepreneurs can learn from a successful marriage. And there are a couple things in here I wanted to highlight. It's from Inc. Inc. com INC. Sorry, my congestion makes it sound like I'm saying a different word, but um, there's a couple ideas here. It talks about how marriage is suffering, divorce rate is so high, we all know that. And it ta- it the there's some suggestions to help ensure that both the business and the marriage continue to prosper. And number one is divide up responsibilities. Number two is keep personal issues at home. Meaning if you have arguments and and things that are going on in your, your family life, whether it's your, your sisters, your brothers, your parents, your wife, uh, your in-laws, whatever it is, keep those out of the business. And conversely, it says keep work out of the bedroom. Meaning, your business problems need to be set aside and they can't encroach even though you become so closely connected and you we we as entrepreneurs tend to identify find our identity in a, in the business that we're doing, which is something I never thought I would be guilty of. but here I am. You can't allow that to block the communication between you and your spouse and I just like to publicly apologize to my wife for doing that on occasion. To take breaks together, spend time together, put your business aside, problems, whatever it may be, make the time to be together. And then it also says give each other some alone time. Now I have that. My wife doesn't get that as much and I'm guilty of not recognizing that soon enough and providing that for her. Taking the kids out, doing something so that she can unwind, relax, enjoy life. Uh, and then even pursue things that she's passionate about outside of work. I, I tend to really get so focused on what I want to do and I just neglect the fact that she may have some creative outlets that she'd like to pursue. Um, things that you'll need that apply to both business and marriage are commitment. When things get tough, you, you press on. Just like with business, love and passion, communication, health and fitness, time, all these are great ideas, and I encourage you to check out that article. It's on uh, Inc.com, and it, this, the title is um, What Entrepreneurs Can Learn from a Successful Marriage. And I think it was written – it was posted on September 28th, so you can find it that way, by Rebecca Elif, if that's how you pronounce her name. But those ideas ring true because, like I said, the the idea of pursuing your dreams and goals – when, they preoccupy your time when you're unable to do it because you're miserable and you will, you're like if only I could do this and then as you start to make the steps you start to see you get closer to that becoming a reality instead of it it you know that desire dissipating and, and being able to live a normal life it increases and it becomes everything you think about all consuming but it's a dangerous place to be because you're not allowing for the things that are that are really important you're not making time for the people that are going to support you in tough times and in and in good times and i find that i i keep, every time i think that oh if i could just get to this point i wouldn't stress about work anymore if if i had x amount of deals going on if one is falling apart i wouldn't freak out and pull my hair out because i know that I still have enough money to pay our bills and stuff like that. Sometimes it's not like that. Sometimes it's like, oh, man, this is, if this doesn't work out, you know, and I, I immediately jump to the worst case scenario. And it's family that can keep you sane. And if you're not investing in that, just like investing in your business and spending time and being calculated with what you're doing with your business, you need to be calculated with what you're doing and how you're spending your time with your family. So that's the that's the thought I wanted to leave with you today. It's 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 a little bit shorter than tip than is typical for the podcast, but I don't want to just restate rehash. I just wanted to let you know where I was currently and confess that to all of you out there as a warning. And uh, you can also be praying for me. Uh, and if you if you have any concerns or questions, you can always email me Jeff at realpersonrealdies And again, my name is spelled G E O F F. At RealPersonRealNeeds.com. If you go to my website, you can actually send me a voicemail right there on my website, so I can hear your voice. If you have a question, if you would like more information about the business and how you can get started, um, fi- figuring out what you want to do for your, the rest of your life, I encourage you to do that. Remember that the whole purpose behind Real Person Real Needs is to be authentic. It's to be generous, not just with the people that you can get business from, but for everybody, your family especially, in the midst of a superficial and self-centered world. We can't do that if we ourselves are being superficial and we ourselves are being self-centered. So, let's get out there. Let's recalibrate. Let's reprioritize what's important in our lives and start moving in the right direction. Until next time, I encourage you to be real and to keep it real. Thanks a lot for listening and God's name.